0: Hello and welcome to another episode of F and I'm doing a podcast. It's 2:42 in the morning. Uh, it's a Saturday, y'all. I can't wait because I've got one more night and then I'm off for two. I can't wait. It's glorious. Uh, nights has been a trip, y'all. I'm not been feeling it at all, but I've been saying that I've not been feeling it. Uh, but I know the assignment. I'll get through it eventually. Eventually, I'll have some time off away from this, and from work, and be able to spend some actual time and feel human with my family, hopefully one day. This episode uh, is going to be about Friday the 13th, because Friday was Friday the 13th, and I didn't get to talk about it because I was off, and for another thing, I just didn't have, uh, I had a lot to say, but... But not, but not uh, any huge detail. Anyway, we all for Friday thirteenth uh, means only one reason, only one thing to me. It means horror movies. Um, back in the day when before COVID, I'd be off and I could actually have a day to myself where I could actually go through every Friday thirteenth, and I did. Or some of my favorites I'm going to talk about some of my favorites I'm going to talk about uh, Some stuff that uh, <coughs> Certain movies of Friday the 13th That I have not liked And my wishes for The, the show, the franchise uh, Because You have two dueling People in this thing Sean S. Cunningham And another I'm trying to remember the guy's name I'm just not that kind of detailed podcast, so just deal with it. Uh, they've been arguing forever over rights. Now, Sean gets to do his stuff internationally, and, uh, the, the other creator gets to do his stuff domestically. And I need these two motherfuckers to get it together and give us Friday the 13th, part 13. Because, holy shit. The franchise is at 13, and not one goddamn movement has been made. There's been fanfiction creating their own 13, but that's all well and good. But come on, y'all. Get it together, Friday the Creators. Get it together. Anyway, I want to talk about my favorites. This franchise is probably legit my favorite out of all of them. I have held on to the, the Halloween franchise being my favorite and that's only out of love and respect for John Carpenter and Deborah. Hill, but I am sorry, Halloween has maybe at best in my opinion four good films out of the entire fucking franchise, no correction, has six good films out of the entire fucking franchise, and two of them are gonna be controversial as a fuck to you. Maybe three. The original, Part Two, I know Part Two's whole history, and as the violence was amped up and everything. But I don't give a fuck. I loved it. One because that was the first Halloween movie I got to see as a kid in theaters. I loved it. I was and en- I watched it with my cousins. We all got scared to death. It was awesome. And three, I love because it was such a great concept. I wish they could do it now because it would be so relevant to uh, what we all go through. What what what? Uh, it'd be so relevant today because of commercialism that Amer- that our country is consumed by. It'd be so great right now. Uh, I like I like uh, Halloween kills. And I like Halloween and I like Halloween Kills and I like Halloween. The 2018 Halloween. And I like them both because I just love the concept. I love what they're doing with it. I know Halloween Kills was a bit much for people. I know the whole uh Evil Dies Tonight was I know they kind of played up on, you know, a situation of protesting and everything else. And that was a lot really heavy-handed. And the heavy-handed nature of it kind of ruined the movie, really. Plus, a few choice uh, choices of having smart characters suddenly become dumb as fuck. Just so they can die. I'll never understand that. But, ends comes out soon. Ends looks like it's gonna be great. I can't wait to see Halloween ends. Uh... It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know what to say. All I know is that Halloween ends. All the stuff I'm hearing so far. Scares me to death. Because I don't think. I really don't think. I haven't heard this. But I really don't think. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to make it out. out Of the the cold opening. I think they're going to kill the entire family. In the cold opening. And spoilers for Halloween kills. After killing her daughter. It wouldn't surprise me. If she goes ballistic and. Faces of Michael too soon, and that's what happens. I don't know how it plays out, but I can't wait for it. But anyway, back to Friday Thirteenth. This franchise is great, and the concept we all know. I'm not going to go with the whole concept of it. Um, over the years, I have my love of hate, and I love my I have my love. I have my list that I always make every year top five, top six maybe. Um, I love the original. The original, it it created the slasher genre. The slasher genre really wasn't there. Texas Chainsaw is a slasher, but it really wasn't there. Uh, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Um, Halloween, the Friday 13th franchise is so great because you basically have a concept of, you have this... Character. You have this situation. There's a killer in the camp. He's killing because of a remote legend. So, everyone who talks about, oh man, the killer and who was the killer on Friday the 13th? And if, and Jody Foster screams, Jason, it was Jason. No, it wasn't. It was Pamela Boris who killed Mrs., uh, who killed basically, uh, uh, fucking everybody in the first one she killed them all because of revenge for her son and we all know the story of two uh jason of course comes back he's in baghead baghead jason still rules i used to think he was so geeky and so i was like oh man why is she running from this baghead idiot no baghead jason is frightening baghead jason screams dark knight of the scarecrow kind of feel if you will um we're back is Jason rules. My favorite Jason voice, of course, is the hockey mask. The moment they put the hockey mask, they created, they created honestly, a monster icon, that a slasher icon that can never be beat. He's awesome. Part four, I love part four. Part four is also one of my favorites. I love it because you got Corey Feldman. Uh, he was a kid. I was a kid, just like him. Not too few a few years shy. And I got, and Cory, Cory, we lived through Corey. We lived through Cory and Cory Hayne. Um, But we got to see Corey take out Jason. And I went to the theaters to see this movie. My parents let me go. It was awesome. Uh, It was my first, I think it was my first, no. Yeah, it was my first Friday the 13th film. And I was like, oh my God, we're getting to see Jason. And at the time, Dead was dead. The studio had given up basically. Making another Friday. But then Jason's final chapter. Made such good money. They decided to say. Well we're going to go with a new concept. We're going to pull a Halloween. But we didn't know what they were doing. Because the internet wasn't like. The internet didn't exist. So. When we watched this film. Part 5. A New Beginning. I, li- I, I went from. Saying it was okay or I kind of knew what they were doing to loving it and it's not it's not healthy to love it so much because I'll admit part five is very part five was made by a porn director who definitely knew how to do settings for having sex and there was there was not a lot of sex but when there was holy shit there was sex. Uh, the nudity was, in this movie was, I'm go, okay. Only in the concept of Friday the 13th. And this might be derogatory, a little bit derogatory, but I really dug the rampant nudity in this film. Because it was a slasher. It's supposed to be nudity thrown around. It's supposed to be gratuitous. And it was. You had this beautiful, beautiful woman by the name of Pamela Voris, who uh who basically uh man she changed the game on any kind of chicken of Friday 13 movie uh who went nude uh I mean, oh my god i'm not going to go i'm not going to go on, on level but if you've seen the movie you know what i'm talking about uh, Melanie Keenan was one of my favorites she was my favorite one of my favorite survivor girls Uh, then you had, uh, uh, Reggie the Reckless, who is also from Different Strokes, I'm trying to remember the actor's name now, uh, but he was in this, and this story turned out to be more like a whodunit, because Jason's dead in this story, and you spend the movie going, who's Jason, or maybe not who's Jason, you spend the movie going, is Jason alive, or is Tommy Jason, or... Is Jason back from the dead. The movie said. Fuck it. We're not going to have Jason in this movie. And a lot of people were pissed. A lot of people walking out of the fucking theater. But anyway. I like part five. Excuse me. My favorite out of all of them. Uh, is the self aware. Comical to a point. But Fun. Jason Lives. The thing about Jason Lives, I lo- I loved it because one they brought back Tommy, Tom Matthews played him this time, and Tom Matthews played Tommy more human, more a man who wasn't constantly seeing Jason in the shadows or Jason in fucking mirrors. Tommy was like Roy Strode in the 2018. He was determined to take out and kill Jason. And even go to his grave and burn it, you know, and kill him. He knew he was dead. He had to, the body cannot be, cannot live. And of course, God decides to let lightning strike a pole that he stabbed Jason through. And Jason is back. Zombie Jason was born. We can blame Tommy, but no, I blame God. I blame God in that situation because Tommy knew the assignment. He knew he had to take out Jason. He knew Jason was evil. He finally got out of the sanitarium to take out Jason, and he would have done it if it hadn't been for God deciding to say, "Hey, I owe you for whatever fucked up reason. Here you go." Boom! Lightning strike, and zombie Jason was born. And I like this movie because it was so self-aware. There's a there's the the kids in this movie were self-aware. It was awesome. It was a great film. I loved it. And Alice Cooper's soundtrack beating along during the famous kill of uh, the campers and the uh, RV as it's barreling down the road, and one of the girls is caught by Jason. And he pushes her face through the through the uh, wall, and you can see her indiction in the in the, uh, in the RV. It's crazy. Um, then my other favorite on this one, two of my other favorites on this one. Uh, Will be Jason X, but before Jason X, Jason uh, Jason goes to hell. I am kind of split on Jason goes to hell. I still love it, but it's at the bottom of my list, probably at the very bottom of my list. I love Jason goes to hell because the the concept they came up with was wacky. It could have been more done better in execution. they kind of gave you easter eggs of what was coming because they kind of set up stuff like at the time New Line Cinema it was now New Line Cinema's baby and Jason Goes to Hell had elements of evil dead in there they had an economic in there in in the cabin Um, and then the ending which had you know Freddy coming in coming out and grabbing Jason's Jason mask and everybody lost their shit and was like oh my god oh my god it's gonna be Freddy vs Jason next season next year here we go Almost 12 years later, we get Freddy vs. Jason, the other movie I like in this one. Uh, I thought Jason, I thought Freddy vs. Jason was fun. I thought it was a great concept to bring these two monster icons who have not been back since. And I probably think, and honestly, I don't think they ever will. That will be a time capital for horror cinema, horror slashers. Because they're not going to be a horror slasher class and that'll be brought together like this, ever. Jason X is another one I love. I think it's great. Definitely needs to be checked out by everybody. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Friday 13th. It's more of a horror movie time for me. It's uh, more of uh, looking back and going through your list of Friday the 13th movies you love watching them all. And I hope you did that. And I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're getting through your day. But uh I'm going to go lunch right now. I'm going to hit lunch up. And uh, I just thought I'd share that with you. Hope your day is great. And uh, we will talk again shortly.